Yo, what's good, what's good, Flavor Fest family? It's Friday, it's going down. Today, I actually got a guest that's going to be right here live in the studio with me. We're going to have some real conversation, some real talk. And by the way, if you didn't know, I don't even think he knows about this, but Flavor Fest is not only back this year in Tampa, we're back to every year, but this year, we're going to be in five cities. Flavor Fest is going on tour. That's right, we're going to be in New York City, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Houston, and then back here in Tampa. So, yo, FlavorFest.org has all the details. You can register artists. You can submit and do all that today. So we're going to jump into it right now. Uh, stick around. we got my guy coming right after this. Welcome to the FlavorFest Urban Leadership Podcast, where we talk to innovative artists, creative pastors, church planners, entrepreneurs, and people creating movements. Our goal is to inspire and equip you in ministry, music, and the marketplace. I'm your host, Tommy Urban D. Colonia. What's good, family? We've got my guy, Dayton, God Over Money, Menace Movement yes, in sir. the building. Yes, sir. My guy, what's up, man? How you what's been, up, bro? Man? I ain't see you since Flavor Fest. I know, man. We probably need to you probably need to move move yeah, over a little bit. Yeah, we gotta get our there we go. We, we looking good now, man. Get your mic up there, good. Let's go. So yeah, it's been a minute, bro. And and then the last time you were on this podcast was like when I just jumped it off. Oh, that was at the, the height of the pandemic. It was I'm right about, it, it was, was like, right at the beginning. Yeah. And we did it in person. We were brave enough we were to brave. come together. Yeah, we <laughs> showed we, up at somebody's apartment where the setup was, and he yep. looked scared. We had no mask on. Yep, and <laughs> we was just like, I remember we was talking about all of our shows and all of our speaking engagements, all the in-person stuff just was like gone. Gone. Disappeared, and, bro. And it's 2023, and we still here. God is good. Look at that, man. Three yeah. years later, bro. Three, Three years, years later. later. So, yeah. man, uh, how did you survive all that, bro? Yo, the grace of God, not to over-spiritualize it, bro. I'm talking about I took a financial hit, and then I received this weird email that told me to apply for unemployment, that I was eligible, which made no sense because I had, like, resigned from my job two years prior. I applied. I got qualified for unemployment. And, um, man, I, I think I just did this video once encouraging people, like, you know, yo, well, <clears throat> excuse me, I received this the, these multiple emails with yeah. these shows being canceled, yeah. and I, I spoke about not being fearful. At first, fear kicked in, and I'm yeah. just like, nah, man, I'm not going to let fear kick in. Man, and people took it upon themselves to, like, donate. So that held me over a little bit. And, yo, I, I feel like the pandemic worked out for a lot of people. Um, it, it created time for me to work on CHH Ain't Dead. I mm -hmm. put that out. So, man, we made it through. We made it through. My wife didn't skip a beat with work. And God is good, man. Yeah, man, that's good, bro. I think it was really the story is, like, for those that remain faithful and those that have even previously been faithful, like, God sustained us. God, right. God took care of us. And my story for that, um, you know, I, I go out and speak quite regularly and I had five conferences in the month of March of 2020, and I only did the very first one. Yeah. And that was in Orlando. It was the very first week, and then after that, everything was like, bloop, bloop, bloop. It began to fall like dominoes. And it was so funny because some of the people that 
were calling me to update me like, nah, we still doing it. We still doing it. Like, no matter what, like, it's all good. Like, everybody's still coming. We, we don't care. And then, like, the next day, like, oh, yeah, we, we, we can't do it. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> you know, it's like, it like, what happened, you know? But, um, yeah, so it got a little crazy, man, for a minute there because I rely, you know, I'm a pastor of a church, and that sustained. I rely on going out. I take a lower salary so because I have this other stream of income, and, you know, I have a lot of responsibilities that's paid for through that. You know, I have an LLC. It's not a nonprofit. It's, a, you know, it's, I sell books and merch and everything else, and so I just run it through that. But everything pretty much dried up, and I'm like, dang, like there's X amount of bills every month. I depend on, you know, the stream to take care of my family. Uh, but I watched God show up, bro. There was Man. so many little miracles along the way. There was, I, I know we hear them stories about checks in the mail. <laughs> like, I really had, like, two major checks that in total was over five figures. And it wow. replaced, like, what I was going to make in those couple of months when it really, like, everything shut down. And it was from two sources that were totally unexpected, people that never... I never had people give me money like that. It was just, it was out there. Somebody was like, yo, I need to come to your house and drop something off. The Lord told me to give you something. I'm like, all right, dude, never even been to my house. And just, you know, and it was just some crazy yeah, stuff God insane. did, man. So he took care of us, sustained us. And um, yeah, man, here we are in 2023. And yeah. in many ways, like some of us are doing even better because we had the right frames on. We had the right mindset. Yeah. During the pandemic, and so some people picked up a good work habit, work ethic. Yep. I know I did. Uh, man, I, I started. Uh, I picked up this uh, this writing contract, this opportunity to write for a Broadway musical in 2020. Oh yeah, so, bro! Talk about that, man. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. So, like, we, how many other CHH artists are writing Broadway Broadway plays? I don't know if, if they are. They're not. They're not talking about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had uh, an opportunity presented by this production company. And this uh, production company, I believe the director has had throughout his career like four placements. Mm -hmm. So his batting average is pretty strong. Yeah. So I think there's like a committee. And as you can see, if you go to Broadway, there's only a couple of plays on rotation yeah. for years at a time. Yeah. You could only mm -hmm. imagine how many people are going to present their scripts, present mm -hmm. their plays. Yeah. So this person's batting average is pretty good, and I think he's getting pretty gutsy because he's a, a Christian, and um, my dude got involved. He's the one who brought me in, and um, they're like, yo, we're going to do this Christ-centered musical. Wow. So what, are you writing, like, uh, drama stuff, or are you actually writing some bars? I'm writing music, the music, the bars, the, the raps. Okay. Um it's So there's hip-hop involved in it's it. It's extremely, it's super, it's hip-hop-centered. Oh, so, so it's almost um, like a Christian Hamilton <laughs> type yeah, of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Because they see that worked. Yeah. Years ago, Broadway might have been like hip-hop. Yeah. Man, no shade to uh, Lin Manuel. He's the GOAT. And, man, he's done so much. I yeah. could never even compare what I do to him. But I, for me, right, for, for Dayton, there, I know that what he did was genius because he knew who his audience was. So the style mm. of raps mm. appealed to them. Yeah. I want to make sure that this is authentic, that the, the casual fan or just the fan of musicals, period, who decides to stop in yeah. will be able to understand the lyrics. But the, the hip-hop head 
will go on and tell their boys. Yeah. Whoever wrote that yeah. is rapping, rapping. Yep. So yep. yeah, I told them as as long as I can um I can do that, and y'all gonna let me rap, rap. Uh, I'm with it. So yeah, and they they fell in love with it. And yeah, it's so been what, a lot what's of the work. status on that? What's the when, when is it possibly gonna come out? I had a meeting with them eight forty five this morning, and okay. they said that we're five songs away from being completed. Okay, so this will not only be uh, a musical, be incorporated into a musical, but it will also be an album. Oh wow! So yeah, and I'm talking about releasing that to management. But we'll see. Let's but, go. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be an album, and yeah. So that's, that might be later this year or next year? I, like I think next year. Yeah, I think I know next year. They're stuff takes time. Yeah, they're on, talking on about market. We need to start production by December. I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah. I think by next year, Lord willing, I'm alive, well, everything's written. You know, next year we'll be able to see this thing play out. That's good, man. So you've been in the lab writing lyrics for Broadway stuff crazy, bro. as you're trying to block out the birds. Yeah, bro, yeah. what's up with the birds? Yo, they're back. <laughs> they're back. They oh, left for snap. a long time. They usually come back in like December ish. Springtime, bro. They, they, they're they, mating. Yeah, they Is didn't it? come back in December. They came back like a couple weeks ago and they're not as noisy, but I'm starting to hear them. I think it's a mating thing. When they want to start mating, then it's <laughs> over. Y'all not going to get no music. Oh, every time, bro, I wish. I sh- <laughs> I sh- I'm waiting for the opportunity to do this. I'm, I'm a bozo sometimes. I've recorded myself and muted the beat, mm-hmm. and you hear the birds in the background. Yep. Next time that happens, I'm putting that on social media, bro, like to show people that <laughs> I'm not playing, bro. It's I've bad. seen some of it, man. So if you follow Dayton on social media, you know there's these, like, these demon birds yeah. that gather right outside of his uh, apartment window, and they just all day, and all I'm night. talking about their lives. It comes most right, annoying comes story. right through the windows and everything. Into the booth, all that. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, man. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. So, man, so 2022 um, was the official announcement of, talking about menace movement, of our guy, Monster Tarver. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. man. So talk about that for a minute, man. Bro. That I, was a collab between you guys and God Over Money, which has never happened before. Yeah, man. I, um... I feel like I wanted to do the 50 cent route with, with Tarver and have <laughs> another machine help me push him um, because the music is incredible. Um, I want people to know, all right, well, as he does his reels and his freestyles, and those are dope, he's rapping. Yeah, yeah. But y'all got to know that I'm not letting him put out all the crazy stuff. I'll be like, that's social media worthy. That's good. Yeah. The special... The, the where he's just rapping at a level unheard of, man. It's it's on this album. I just got a mix back from one of the songs, and I just left him a message and told him, "Yo, I think you're you're getting ready to put out my favorite CHH album of all time." Yo, that that's a big yeah. That's if, a big thing for you to say, bro. So if if you, I know you, you picky. I'm mad picky. Damn, it's driving them crazy because, yeah. I, like, yo, my hand is is all in this project. Picky in a good way. Yeah, you're a, good you're a great way. lyricist and so, you know very yeah, we intricate make, with everything. Yeah, we making sure his hooks are right, the beats are right. Mm-hmm. So as we're getting the mixes back, I'm blown away. Um, I think Tarver can possibly or will possibly be recognized 
when he comes out is like that dude lyrically. Like, yeah, and yeah. the hooks are good. The beats are energetic. Yeah. This is like heart attack music. Like you just, it's so energetic. Your, your adrenaline is just <laughs> running, bro. You can't just stroke out listening to it from being so hype, bro. So yeah, it's, it's, it's an incredible album. Man, that's dope. I just want to say, like, thank you, bro, for uh, for taking a chance on him. Because, yeah. uh, you know, we were talking about him years ago. And you're like, man, I love his stuff. And, you know, we're talking. And, you know, I've known him for about 12 years now. And he was a WWE guy and, you know, super, super dope lyricist. But, you know, I had him on the podcast uh, last year. And, you know, he publicly shared. He said it, too. Like, he's, he's an MC that's over 40. Yeah. And so, like, you don't see many MCs getting signed over 40. when they're over 40. As a matter of fact, I think, I, I mean, I think it's probably, he's probably one of the oldest or the oldest to get signed to a label at his stage of life. And previously, yeah, he's been rapping and stuff like that, but he, he wasn't known for that. He didn't have, like, an audience following him for that. He did, you know, for the wrestling stuff. But to be in your 40s, mid-40s, and, like, he's still super dope, super relevant. You know, I mean, that's, it's amazing, bro. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, it's – hip-hop's changing. It is. The demographic's changing, and I think we're going to see more of that. You guys are on the leading edge, but I wouldn't be surprised to see more cats that are in that age group get signed. And, you know, now you do have rappers in their 50s still putting records out. Nas is uh, yeah. still – you see, especially in the secular. You, we all know that CHH – ends up, it's a slow follow, but it yeah. ends up following the way yeah. that Secular does. So maybe we will begin to allow a space for our legends yeah. to be able to put music out. The thing with Tarver is, man, he has a story. Uh, so it's, a, it's an incredible one. He has yeah, an incredible testimony. And, you know, I, I, I thought it would be criminal for people not to hear him. And mm -hmm. he just needed some guidance. He had the talent. What happened was um, I was at my, my bro's house in Jersey. I was out on tour. I had a day off. I stopped at my best friend's house. He's a wrestling fanatic. And <laughs> as he's playing like the WWE Network and I'm talking to him, I look on the yeah. screen and they're recapping old footage and Tarver's in it. I said, I know that dude. He's like, you know Michael Tarver? I'm like, yeah, yeah I yeah. know that dude. Like, yeah, we've, we've interacted. We've met at a show. So I had to cut my hair at my man's house. As I'm cutting my hair, son just told me to throw on Tarver's music. Mm -hmm. His name, he had a different name. And the impression it made, like the beats were horrendous. And I, t I tell him this to his face. You know? <laughs> the beats were horrendous. They yeah, were I'm like, with you. I'm with they you. They were cringy. Yeah. But as I'm listening. But you could see underneath of the beats that I, weren't that great. Yeah. His this skin. potential. They're like, yo. His rapping ability there. was amazing. And he put him on the right beat. Yo, so and he had a ma an amazing, uh, like his skill level was crazy and his song structure was good. It's just yeah. I, the beats were, I didn't enjoy them. Yeah. I know there's a niche for those type of beats, yeah. the techno. They were, they were, yeah, they were they, different. They were different. A techno yeah. sound, I mean, weird, electronic. I didn't like yeah. it. So, I, I, man, this is a dude that's like six foot, uh, 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 one million, and big <laughs> buff dude. I hit him in the DM. I'm like, bro, uh, could we talk? Mm -hmm. And I go take a walk. I'm talking to him. I'm in Jersey. And I'm like, I kept it a buck. Like, bro, I just listened to all your music. The beats are terrible. Your 
you incredible. <laughs> let me help you. It was no yeah, intention yeah. of signing. Just let me help you. Um, and same thing, I had someone else involved that was, was trying to help me with Menace, and they were like, yo, when I had ran the ideal by him, they were like, yo, he's too old, stuff like that. Yeah. But as I started to work with him and feed him beats, bro, there's no way I cannot put this Mm-hmm. I have to put this out. That's it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I prayed about it, felt the peace. The rest is history. I asked Bizzle one day. I asked him. He ignored me. I asked him. He ignored me. Because I know when I sent him the music, he was like, this is fire. I said, hey, bro, let's stop playing games. Let's go half on target. Let's talk percentages. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Let's do it. Yeah. There you go. Start of another minute for me. That's what's up, man. The dope thing, too, like, is, is he used to always tell me, like, he was such a fan of you guys, yeah, and because your style, like, he fits in with that. Yeah. If he had the right beats, you know, to match up with it. But um, I know he came to some of the music video shoots, and you know, yeah. was building with you guys. Yeah. Met some of you guys here at, at Crossover at Flavor Fest, and uh, man, it's just dope to see how guys brought y'all together. Man, I'm excited. So when's that record gonna drop, man? Ooh, what's, what's the official exclusive right here? It's it's definitely this year, 100. Okay. You know, of course, Lord willing, but um. We're just in the mixing and mastering phase. And All right. The dude just writes like a beast, though. So the frustrating part is he keeps sending dope music, and yeah. we've already narrowed yeah. down 15. So we He's like, a machine, bro. Fam, stop sending me music, bro. You're making it hard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, he, he's going to drop an EP and an album this year. The, e- wow. the album will be first. The EP will follow. Oh, that's what's up. So shout out to Monster Tarver. Man, I just love how he gets on. He's like, oh, yeah. Monster. Like, yeah, and you talk to him, and he's just so proper and such a good dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a smart dude, super intelligent. I, I think that's the thing that made him stand out in WWE is, like, you know, he was good. To, he was a good talker on the mic. They were yeah. scared of him. Yeah, for you know, sure. You know, he was a minority, and he was a great, like, talker and could present himself, and not everybody in that space can do that. Yeah, for and, sure. And then on top of that, the, one of the big things was – is he wasn't falling into what everybody else was doing after the show. Yeah. And that made him, like, he would have many talks with me because when he first started coming to Crossover, he was still in WWE, and he was in that wrestle to fit in with the crowd, like, because they were like, yeah, let's go to the strip club afterwards. Mm-hmm. Let's drink this. Let's These girls are coming up. He's like, nah, I don't do that. Yeah. You know, and so that began to create some tension of, like, this guy thinks he's better than us or he's, you know, this Christian guy, you know, he ain't no fun. Yeah. And so they really kind of started to kind of push him out of the mix because he wasn't he wasn't in that lane with everybody and else. And that's so. why he's not with them anymore. It, yeah. It's, it, yep. it's just either get down or lay down. Look, man, God Over Money is the perfect label for him because yep. he put God Over Money, and that's why he's not, yep. not with them. They're just like, yo, we done with this cat. You yeah. Know, won't be a part of the circus. Get out of here. And so what I, what I love about God Over Money and, and you guys and Menace Movement, too, of course, is you guys aren't afraid to talk about controversial topics. Yeah, for sure. So let's get a little controversial. Let's do it. Because, uh, I mean, you, you guys have done this through your music and some of your stuff you put on IG, and I love it. You're not afraid to talk about it. But in your, in your opinion, like, the last couple years has been crazy, and there's been so much manipulation going on in the media, in social media, and all the stuff, all the stuff that's happened with the pandemic, what do you think is maybe some of the stuff that's really going on? Like, if you peel the curtain back, like, talk about that for a minute, bro. Man, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be labeled the conspiracy theorist, and I, I could care <laughs> 
friggin' less. But I, I, I do not. Have you had COVID? I don't know if we should say that word on. It's fine. Have you got the, the virus? Yeah. Have you got yeah. the, the All right. So, so, so me, yeah, we talked about this. Um, I tested positive in summer 2020. My daughter was sick mm-hmm. uh, for about a day and a half. And so we went and got her tested and I got tested. I tested positive, but I had no symptoms at all. Nothing. I went to the doctor a few months later for my regular annual checkup and got my blood work done. And I asked them to check if I had the antibodies. Uh, being that, you know, it would show up if you recently had it. They did. I said, nah. I said, why test the positive? He's like, oh, there's tons of false positives. You know, so you probably didn't have it. And then later, so I had so much exposure to so many people. Me being a pastor and being around people all the time, I was in, having a meeting with somebody, like, this close. And um, they would hit me up the next day like, yeah, man, you know, I, I just tested positive. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. so there was so many, op- so many times that that happened. And, uh, but me personally, I rarely get sick. You know, I just, I have this weird freakish, you know, immune system, which I thank God for. Praise God. I only get sick about every five years. Last time I was sick was May of 2017. It was the last time I had like a sickness to where I've had colds and like a cough or something, but where I had a fever to where I was in bed and couldn't come to work. Usually hits me about every five years or so. So for me, and usually it's 24 hours. 24-hour bug, and that's it. Then I'm back. I might be a little tired for a few days, but so when this whole thing came out, I wasn't, personally for myself, I wasn't afraid. I don't have any health issues, you know, and so thank God for that, but it's real. It's hit a lot of people, and I know a lot of people that got it have felt like, yo, this is different. It's almost like a chemical thing that's That's like weird. So yeah, talk about that, because I know you you got hit with it, bro. Yeah, when I got hit with it, I have a a trash immune system. I'm always getting sick, which sucks. But anyways, um, gotta take fir- your vitamins, bro. Yeah, the first time <laughs> I got it, bro, it was the weirdest thing in the world with a, a wide range of of symptoms that made absolutely no sense. Yeah. So, I, I I would say like, yo, this is man-made. I've been sick mad times, Mister Weak Immune System. I done had every kind yeah, of flu yeah. and all of that, bro. I'm getting the flu every year. Well, that joint was man-made. How wide range of these crazy, weird symptoms, bro. Sometimes there's there's people who are like, yeah, I had that symptom, and there's other people like, yo, I just had a little, you know, stuffy yeah, nose. Yeah, so different, and, man. And lost my taste. So it it felt man-made to me. I believe there was a plan for it. Um, you know, we ain't got to get into what that plan is. Um, as far as the, the their solution for it, you know, I have my my thoughts about that too. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to be bold enough to say, like, yo, if you can't see, if you think everything is as it seems, I, I, I question yeah. your ability to think critically. Because yeah. even its solution, man, if you're denying the fact that people are suffering because of it, I know people personally mm-hmm. have tried to run to the solution and it's only done them worse, and it's had yeah. side, like terrible side effects. This yeah. is not a, a, a conspiracy. This is fact. Yes, yeah, facts. It's now. factual. They're J- trying you to suppress make, it. <laughs> yeah, you can't make your reality the standard because yo, my reality says otherwise. So who's right? If you would deny so, then bro, I, don't, I, got, I question your ability to think critically, bro. Yeah, I, it, I've always been one that's like, yo, I do not trust. Our leaders, you 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. be choosy with my words because yeah, yeah. they could That's cancel good. Your, That's good. your life. Um, <laughs> I do not trust our leaders. Yeah. And as you research history, yo, dude, I am, I mean, I am, I was a hustler. Mm-hmm. Yo, I made for a season in my life, I made money of a moving dope. Yeah. And when you start to look into how the dope comes into the country and how it first came, bro, the CIA and all of that is involved in this stuff. You trust these people? You think that that this new uh, uh, this new faction, uh, you know, are, are, are improving? It's like, yo, nah, bro. Mm-hmm. They function like this. Yeah. They're corrupt. Yeah. It's corrupt. I don't trust them. And that's why I be on the type of time I'm on, just trying yeah. to wake people up. Yeah, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a hundred percent with you, man. And um, we got to be careful what we say sometimes in certain platforms. But, but yeah, I mean, there, there's so many other um, agendas behind what's going on, and a lot of times it d- does deal with money. It does deal with power. It's always it with power. It does deal with control. And you know, you, you look at it in every in every country, e- every part of the world, every people group, every color. Uh, I mean, when people don't have Jesus, like, and, and the enemy can get in, and like, we're our flesh is wicked. Yeah, we're you know, without Christ, we're we're evil beings. Yeah, and so we've seen that play out the last couple of years, man. I'm gonna say this, right? So just like we we go all in for Jesus, right? So there is there's many people that are part of different religions. They go all in for their religion, but but there is. Two, I'm going to be flat out. Like, yo, there is no Allah. There is no right. no, no Scientology. Yeah. There is yeah. no. Those are false gods. But you know who's real? Jesus and the devil. Mm-hmm. Right? So the difference between, I believe, uh, 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 us followers of the way of Jesus yep. is because we get to experience him in a real way. And this causes us to be unmovable in our faith and to go all in like no one else. Mm-hmm. Like these other faiths wouldn't. Yo, the devil is real, and they get to experience him in a real way. So yeah. that's why they go as hard, and then the narrative is twisted to believe that he's actually the good guy. Yep. So there is a religious system that's not that doesn't have to do with Christianity. That you know, yo, there are people committed to their God, little G, mm-hmm. and they w- unfortunately get to steer the ship. I remember yeah. a lot. I've, I've I've talked about this many times. There was this gentleman I worked with, and to make a extremely long story that took over a span of years to condense it, this dude was into some real satanic stuff on the low. You would never see on the on the surface. You would never guess. Um, and once I started to get into talk to him about what he believed, and he finally felt comfortable enough to share it. Um, there was a point where me witnessing to him for years, he comes to Christ and he hands me this book bag with all his literature. Wow. Right? Yeah. Stuff that the books say, bro. They're mm-hmm. like, yo, dispose of this when you're done reading it. Wow. So like get rid of it. Get rid Destroy of it. Destroy the evidence. Yeah, this this knowledge is only meant for them. Yo. And I, my stupid self, went and took the book bag home before I disposed of it and started reading lot of stuff mm. now because of accessibility any of this 
all this information and or, and th these books are accessible. Yeah, you can People find them online. People have got their hands yeah. on them and leaked them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put them out. So it's not like I I um I can't refer you to anything that yeah. I've read. I'd rather anybody hit me in the DM and I tell them than than talking about it here. Um, and in that, you just see so much. And it, it was an eye-opening experience. These are people in power, and they have an agenda set in place. Now, yep. I know it can be a, a turnoff when you're talking to Christians, and they over-spiritualize it. Um, yeah, yeah. So you just it, it makes it seem so unbelievable that you're just oh. like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's easy to write off a conspiracy theorist, but as you read and you see their structure and why they do what they do, you're like, yo, you know, at its at its core, it's demonic. Yeah. And yo, they believe that Lucifer got did dirty. Like yo, he just wanted to be like his father, and his mm. father rejected him, but put Jesus on, and he's the good guy of the story. Wow. He's like us, and he's gonna put them on. He's gonna make the back door, uh, uh, get back door access into heaven, and and his followers will will get to be with him. Wow. So they really believe that, bro. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah, and and I think the, the the thing about it the last couple of years, like if you believed anything than the main narrative, then you were put in this conspiracy theory category or this far right or this Trump supporter or this, yeah. you know, there was all these categories, and and there was definitely some people in those categories saying some of these things, and so then they would automatically put pin, you in there, pin you to them, yeah. But, but I mean, as time has unfolded. We see who was right. We yeah, was it, it's crazy. I mean, you look at the Twitter files, which really didn't even get a lot of mainstream media play. At all. But here's the richest dude in the world that buys this big social media platform and then finds all this stuff underneath and has the, the guts to, like, expose it and yeah. say, yo, the powers that be suppressed all this information uh, or anybody that was against the mainstream narrative about the pandemic or whatever, and, like, it was all, like, put out there. And, uh, yeah, that dude might disappear. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, like, he might, bro. Yeah, yeah. so it's been, it's been a lot of crazy stuff. I recently was at a conference uh, for, for church leaders. It was a small gathering. Uh, there was about 100 people, and I was grateful to be in the room because it was the top nonprofits and some of the top ministries in the country, like solid ministries that are doing great work. And they had one of the speakers come up that is known for um, talking about what is next in culture, what's next in trends, what's next for in the economy, what's next for the church and where spiritual stuff has happened. Uh, a guy named Gabe Lyons. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say his name, put it out there. And um, he's been part of this uh, organization called Q Ideas. Uh, not not anything to do with the other, <laughs> you know. Um, they're actually changing their name to Think now uh, because they don't want to be mixed up with any of the yeah. conspiracy-type dudes. Yeah. But, um, man, what he expressed with real uh, sources, data, intellect, and it was so non-political. It was like non-conspiracy. was like solid facts that he was supporting about so much stuff that's going on in the last couple years. And about revealing what some of the agenda is behind it with um, taking more and more control 
of our lives, mm-hmm. like it's happening in a lot of other countries right now, um, and how that that it's moving more and more in that direction here. Um, and AI is going to help assist that. You know, we think it's our friend, and yes, there could be some good things with it that can help us do things quicker or whatever. Um, but it's because convenience is such an idol on the it is. We just yeah. we're like, bro, my my wife been ordering uh uh. Our groceries and my wife too, bro. At the door, and my I'm wife too. She she don't go to the grocery store hardly anymore because it's so much easier. Yeah. It saves her time, dude. Call gas, me, everything. Call me old school and weird. I'm just like, yo, I think we doing a little too much with depending on upon this convenience. Yeah. I need to get my butt to the grocery store. Yeah, or, or 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 this, bro. My wife will be. I'm like, yo, um, you know, I'm out of such and such. And, you know, she's like, did you tell Alexa? I'm like, I ain't talking to her. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, Alexa, add this to the grocery list. Okay, added. You know, and my wife is like, oh, this is great. You know, I got my grocery list. And anytime she needs something, she's talking to Alexa. And I'm just like, yo, that, that's in our crib. Yeah. That thing's in our crib. Able to, like, Tapped probably in. listen to whatever else is going Not on. Not probably, bro. It's listening. Yeah, any of these conversations we having about this kind of stuff, yeah. like, Labeling like watch out for those guys. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> just I mean, this this can totally. There's things that I'm saying where I, I'll die on that hill. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't convince me otherwise. This what I'm about to say maybe you know, uh, but <clears throat> as I've been releasing these videos, these reels while I'm rapping yeah, about yeah. this stuff, I am seeing a, a major decrease in interaction. I mean, more than people. Who have yep. less following? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I'm talking about we're 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 in chats and group chats talking about this stuff. And ever since I started releasing, it's like a, a series of three videos. Oh, it's been a wrap, bro. Yo, that's so crazy. I, I really believe that you get on a list, and what will be evidence is, yeah. right? There are certain people you'll try to follow, and it'll say, "You sure you want to follow this person? They have been like responsible for releasing a bunch of misinformation." Really? I, I, I haven't even seen that. Ask Bizzle. Bizzle shared something in his stories, and it was yeah. real good. And I clicked on the story, and I went to follow dude, and it did that. Wow. So I, I don't know if, if that's happening. So it's almost it like a warning label. So yeah. you might be on the warning label yeah. list. Yeah, because it's already what, what happens is I've been, uh, I've been flagged like four or five times, and I'll delete the video and then change the verbiage in the caption. Yeah. And, and then sometimes it, it won't get caught. Like, you won't see that yeah, yeah. Uh, misinformation or yeah, fact it's, checkers. It's, it's mostly AI yeah. that's doing the fact checking. Like, they put in a list of different, like, keywords or phrases yeah. or topics or whatever that will catch and flag it. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Crazy world we're living in. So, uh, back to that dude's talk, he was really talking about creating a parallel culture um, that we're supposed to be in the world. Jesus says supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. So create this parallel culture. Like we're doing stuff in the world, but we also have this parallel culture where we have a different set of principles, biblical principles, and we have our own ecosystem. We have our own economy in a lot of ways as well. Yeah. And, and we're inviting people into that, and we'll still use some of the world's platforms, but we're going to funnel them onto another platform that we control. Because you can't control like that platform that you were just talking about. And, you know, like they could take away all your followers. They could could shut your account down. And you can't do a single thing about it. 
So it's almost like to create these parallel platforms that where we do have the control. You know, they, they say like your your email list, right? You looking at it right now? <laughs> no, I wanted to, you know, when you're done, I wanted to show something real quick. Yeah, but go ahead, bro. Yeah, the can't look at, you know, this is not, uh, it's not catching it. It's, it's not a, a major platform of mine like the other one, but you see right there at the top, that doesn't go away. Oh, account warning. Account warning. They've yeah. already took down about five videos of mine. I, here, I got longer arms, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take that see if it'll, it'll pop in the camera. Yeah. Those of you that are watching this on YouTube. It's not focusing in. Yeah. But yeah, right at the top it says uh, uh, account warning. They've they flagged a, a bunch of that's, videos. That's TikTok. Uh, I, I'll tell them. Yeah, it's TikTok. I, yeah. I can't stand it anyway. Yeah, I, I, stopped, I stopped being on that platform. A little while back. Yeah. So yeah. At, at, at some point, you know, uh, as you can see, the other platform follows everything this one is doing because it's currently winning. So you know that that those practices are also going to hit that other platform where yeah. account warning they can just shut you down. Yeah. And I've 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 invested thousands of dollars into promotion. Yeah. To, to in order to build the platform, and then it just gets taken away. Crazy. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, crazy. It's bro. gone. So, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff with tech and AI and uh, even currency. Uh, we're going to be moving to a digital currency mm. in our country, and that's coming. Um, they don't like Bitcoin. They don't like Ethereum because they're what's called decentralized, and they're on the blockchain, but nobody controls them. That's what decentralized mean. Now, there's a lot of cryptocurrencies that are centralized, meaning like, a company or a board or a group of people that created this coin for a certain utility, they do control it and they can manipulate it. They can, you know, do whatever. But Bitcoin and Ethereum are not. They just totally run automatically mm-hmm. on the blockchain. Listen, the powers that be, they don't like that. They don't. They don't like that. So, um, you know, governments around the world are in the process of creating their own cryptocurrencies that will be on the digital blockchain difference is right now um they can't see everything you're buying i mean if they really want to like get behind the walls of your bank and all that stuff they they can do that if they really want to but it's it's a it's a lot of hoops they have to jump through they don't have enough people to to do that i mean they are hiring more people (laughs) in those departments right but but with the with when they put the currencies on the blockchain everything is like transparent you can go to different websites like etherscan io and you can see any any single transaction that happens on the ethereum blockchain the bitcoin blockchain the you know what whatever the u.s currency blockchain which is going to come out and so but everybody's going to do it because it's convenient yeah and we'll just have a little app on our phone or our watch or whatever and go up and boop we'll be able to do that and it's because we're all we all have digital money now anyways you yeah. know, it's all just rare, rarely do we have cash anymore. Yeah, I haven't touched cash in forever. Yeah. I got a, uh, I, I received some cash at the last show I did last weekend, and I was like, "What is this this uh, prehistoric object?" No, yeah, like, yeah, like people I ask like, me, "What when is I, this?" Like, at my table, at my merch table, like, do you still take cash? Like, yeah, like, of course. course. You know, because during the pandemic, it was like, you know, even for a while there, stores were saying we don't take cash because it could have COVID on it. It could be dirty. Remember the coin shortage? We don't take any coins right now. There's a coin shortage. Is there? Is there really? 
are you guys really trying to force us to move more and more away yeah. from from physical currency because everything's going digital and then eventually it's going to go digital blockchain and they can see everything that you do. Then they can track all the data of what you're buying, what you're not buying, and potentially in the future, you know, in other countries they're doing this where they can control what you're allowed to buy, what you're, what you're not. Buy. So when you go to click to say, yeah, I want to go buy, boop, like, now nah, you can't. That, 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 that got denied. That, yeah. that purchase got rejected. Um, or like, you know, crazy stuff like climate change is happening and, you know, we're trying to make more people move away from eating so much meat. So you're only allowed to get, the, you know, the, the, the Dayton family is only allowed to get two pounds of chicken per month. When your wife goes in to order it, you know, if it's over two pounds, like, boop. Denied. You know, that is all kinds of stuff like that could happen, bro. Or you want to donate to your, your church or your nonprofit of choice. And, hey, I want to donate, you know, $200 towards that. And it could be like, well, you did that last month. And according to your income and your bills that we see in your ledger, it's not really wise for you to donate that much. So we're not going to allow you. There all kinds of stuff like that. When I was in some of these workshops, they're saying, like, this could be where we're going. Yeah. Yo, where the this could be. foil hats, bro? Let's put them on and keep going. <laughs> But this is real, and with all that being Talk said, about it, now, with all that being said, if you're spiritually discerned, yeah, come on, what, what the concept of the market of beasts? You tell yeah. me it ain't on its way. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. You I, tell I, I don't me believe it ain't it's, on its way. I don't believe it's here yet, but yeah. we're we're working towards that. And yeah, please, uh, yeah. yo, be spiritually discerning and, yeah. and stop putting the market of beasts on everything. Like yeah, they. I don't believe it's yeah. here yet, but yeah. I believe that it's clearly on its way. You yeah. can see the evidence. It's getting set up. Where Absolutely. you're going to have to receive some sort of something in order to be able to buy and sell, and and this, whatever that thing is, right? We don't know what it's going to look like. Whatever mm -hmm. it is, is going to be a complete allegiance to the Antichrist. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man, be spiritually discerning. We, we, we need to stay away. Hide your kids, hide your wife, <laughs> hide your husband because they're raping. So, the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast, this was the last episode. It's, uh, it's going <laughs> to be taken down after yeah, this. Yeah. Nah, but, um, but for real, guys, um, it's nothing to be afraid about, but I would just encourage you guys, think critically about things. Don't just go with what everybody's doing or what – Everybody tells you to do because, um, like Dayton said, you can look through the course of history and there's been so many things that they've told everybody to do. And then later it comes out like, man, there was a total other agenda behind that. And not that we have to always be like looking over our shoulder and we don't trust anybody. But I think to like think critically, be wise, do research with with good uh, with with good facts, uh, with good sources. Not, you can't, can't believe everything on the internet. Please stop listening yeah. to everything on TikTok. And, and here's the other thing, too, because confirmation bias is real. So you have to be careful of what you're digesting and, and what the streams are. Because if you just, you know, the, the, the algorithm feeds everything that you are already looking at. And it can just increase that confirmation bias. 
So you got to be balanced in that. So me, I personally, I look at Fox and I look at CNN and I look at a couple other social media channels and I follow people that I agree with and people that I don't agree with because I want to hear all the different angles because there's some meat in everything. And sometimes my thoughts might be a little bit leaning too much in one direction or another. And then, of course, the main filter is to filter all that through the Holy Spirit Amen. and say, God, where, where does this really land lined up with your word? lined up with what's going on, and, and like, what is what is my role to play in it? And at the end of the day, like, this isn't something to be afraid about. You got to just keep following the Lord, putting on our armor every day, and keep speaking truth. Yep, keep speaking truth. Yep. All right, so we're going to get off of all that. And I, Man, we just talked about that for a minute, but it was good stuff, good yeah. stuff. But um, let's talk about, let's, let's shift gears and go back to music. Yeah. So you've been working on a lot of music. Yeah. We're going to have you at Flavor Fest. This year here in Tampa, um, so we're excited. You you popped in last year, anyways. Yeah. You live you live in the city. You couldn't stay away, man. Yeah. You came and jumped on business. I, I didn't expect the host. I hosted something. Yeah, we were uh, like, "Yo, you here? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you family." So we we try to be fair every year, just to tell you guys this, so you kind of know. We try not to have repeat artists back to back year to year. Once in a while, we might do one or two. Um, but we try not to do a lot of that because, you know, we like their A to be variety. So Flavor Fest is not predictable. That's why it's been around now for um, 23 years and counting, and it's still going because we're always switching it up. But then number two, we want to give opportunities and chances uh, for other artists that haven't been here before or haven't been here in a while. And so we're always bringing cats back. We're, we're bringing new people in. Like this year, we had Miles Minnick for the first mm -hmm. time. We had Carrie in the Light. Um, there were several other people, but then we brought back some OGs, like we brought the ambassador. Speaking of which, he's one of our MCs. He's he's the Christian Nas, bro. Yeah, he is. You know what I'm saying? He's in his 50s now and still producing. He's in his 50s, bro? He's, he's going to be 52 this year, bro. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He looks great for his age, man. Salute to the OG. And, uh, yeah, he's on there right there, the cross movement shirt. Right ambassador was on last week's podcast, um, so if you want to go back and watch it, uh, we had a really, really dope conversation. So he came, Truth came, we brought Truth back, yep. who his new name is. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. He changed Truth, it. man, stop playing. <laughs> Change your name back to the truth, bro. I'm not calling you Emmanuel. Then we brought back a super OG, uh, Soldiers for Christ. We had Soup the Chemist come. Wow. Dude is man. pushing 60. And he came and rocked the stage. We saw young cats all over the crowd, phones up, like, Yo, he came out with his lab coat, with the, lab with coat. the glasses. It was different, but people were like, "Yo, what is this? This is different. This is cool." I was standing next to Chad from Rapzilla, and he was like, he had his phone up too, and he was like, "Yo, he's like, look at everybody. He's engaged, and he's like, he's teaching these cats how to like put together a well thought out set to do different stuff." And then he came out with a cape on the other part. Yeah. And it was like he was interacting, I think, with the screen behind him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so here he was, like, in well into his fifties, and still able to hold the crowd. And more than half the crowd didn't have any idea who he was. It was a lot of younger people in the crowd, right, at Flavor Fest. But there was some cats that are OGs or listen to Christian hip hop, or even some people that might be younger but did research and you know listen to some of the old stuff. And man, he gained some new fans and respect that night. And it's dope, and we always want to have, you know, events where we can honor some of the cats that went before us, uh, mixed in with people that are current, mixed in with people that are new and upcoming, 
and get everybody together just to, to network and build and learn from one another. So Yeah, if you ain't ever been to Flavor Fest, you're missing out, bro. It's, it's, it's yeah. my fate, my personal, I'm not just saying it because the man is right here. It's always <laughs> been my favorite event. I've never, I haven't missed one since yeah. I moved to Florida. Um, that's 2012. So every time you've had a Flavor Fest, I've been here. I've got yeah. to enjoy Thank it. you for your support, bro. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, so so go ahead and go to FlavorFest.org. It's got all the details for Flavor Fest 2023. Uh, the main ones in Tampa, October the sec or no, November. November, my bad. It's always been in October. We moved it back, get away from hurricane season. Okay. November 2nd through the 4th. But we are going to four other cities. We're going to be in New York City, April 22nd. We're going to be in Los Angeles, May 5th and 6th. We're going to be in uh, Atlanta, the A, up there with Crossover Church ATL, June the 10th. And then uh, Houston, Texas, H-Town. Uh, shout out to all my people in H-Town, Von Juan, Train 9, all those people. We, we're going to be there uh, July the 15th. And we partner with Urban Youth Workers Institute. So they're going to be doing a youth ministry track with us in three of those cities in Los Angeles. We partner with City to City. It's a church planting organization. Um, they're going to be doing a bunch of stuff for church planters and crossover church. Our team, our worship team's coming. We're going to just be bringing our flavor, our sauce, going to be sharing what we've been doing during this season. Um, crossover church is growing and thriving. Bro, we are bigger now than we were three years ago before the pandemic started. For real? We have more people coming to church in person, not including the online. I mean, all of our metrics are like through the wow, roof. Two bro. weeks ago, we had 40 families come to church for the first time. Wow. 40 families. And the weeks before that, we're all in the 30s. Glory I mean, to God, it's been, man. It's been an amazing season. So, But we have done a lot of very intentional things to put in place. And so that's why we feel this mantle, this responsibility to go to other cities and, uh, and share what we're doing, the systems we put in place, the creative, new, innovative things. Um, I mean, God's breathing on it, but there's definitely been some some new things that we put in place. So we just want to share what we're doing and what we're learning, and people can take those nuggets and apply them at their churches and their cities. Uh, our theme for this year is rebrand. So we want to rebrand the church, change the narrative. The church is us, first of all, so we got to work on us. Yeah. And then second of all, like rebrand what people think about the church, the capital C church, and rebrand the church nationally. And that's why we're going to these other cities. Our goal is to train over a thousand leaders. And then, of course, we have a concert that night, Flavor Fest. We're going to have general sessions, workshops, and a big concert that night. So go to the website, find out the details. And uh, so I'll stop talking about that. So talk to us, man, about the new Dayton music that's coming out, bro. Yo. Um, Drop it for so us. So I just, you know, three months ago, put out the Menace Mixtape 2. It's still fairly new. It's fully produced by my man Dax Hammer. You know, I believe that it's a fire mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. A lot of this stuff that him and, him and I were discussing. They're dropping bars about I it. I address it. Putting it over music. I love it. Um, I'm going to immediately follow up. I mean, it could be next month. It could be the month after. Um, but it's already done. I have another EP with Marty. Who do you believe? Part two Dope. is dropping. Fully produced by Marty of Social Club Misfits. You know he's featured on there also. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a whole EP done with my man C4 Katona, my artist Menace Movement. Um, it's fully produced by Thanos Beats. And by the end of the year, wow. I want to hit y'all with this project that I've been promising since 2017. I believe it to be my magnum opus, my Illmatic, Ooh. my 
Good Kid, Mad City, my, you know, my, uh, uh, my uh, Let's uh, go. Christology in layman's terms. It's <laughs> titled The New Ark. I've been working hard on it. The New um, Ark? The New Ark. Okay. Uh, yep, it has a double meaning. Jesus being the New Ark to save us from the destruction to come. Yeah. And I'm also from New Ark, New Jersey. It's, oh, it's, yeah, I see New, you. New Jersey. So I it's see like you. testimony based. I just came back from taking the album. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's in the works. It's in the works. Yo, you've been working, bro. Yeah, I you, have. You've been putting it. You you've been putting in work, and I know a lot of it hasn't all come out yet. But yeah. I mean, it's about to be like a tidal wave. It's gonna be evident when it's just like I'm. I'm just loading yeah. the clip, and it's just gonna be <laughs> just dump the whole clip. I mean, y'all just got the GOM album from us less than a year ago. Yep. Right. Um, last year the, thing was the fire. Mi the mixtape that followed, and then yo, Steph is dropping. Stefanato's dropping in two weeks. Um, you know, my hand is in there. That's my artist. Matter of fact, we released an early release today on Bandcamp with, with an extra bonus song. So Steph drops everywhere in two weeks. Uh, two weeks after that, C4 Katona's dropping his, his uh, EP. After that, I'm dropping the EP. So it's not only my music, it's also my Menace, artist's baby. music. Yeah, so you're going to get something from Menace Movement. Uh, um, hold up. Two week, a week ago or two weeks ago, Nala Day has dropped. His album, um, I was there. I believe that was two weeks ago. Phenomenal project. Many mm -hmm. people are calling it a classic. Man, tap in with us, man. You Yo, so where where can they tap in, bro? Like, what's the best way to follow what you guys are doing? I would say follow me on Instagram. Every I'm posting all of our stuff. It's at Dayton under Dayton is D A T I N underscore triple D T R I P L E D. It's all spelled out. Dayton underscore triple D. Or you can go to TheMenaceMovement.com, and we got links to everything there. We got merch. We got all that. And what about the YouTube channel, bro? Oh, the YouTube channel? Yeah, the, uh, it's, it's also The Menace Movement. Um, the YouTube channel has all our music videos. It's going to be taking a turn. I'm going to be getting into this, uh, you know, more of a topical teachings and stuff like that. That's really been on my heart lately. That's dope, bro. So, yeah, you got something to say, bro. You need yeah. to... More than even just beyond your bars, which is super dope, but to have even more conversations and teaching and stuff like this, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you got a lot to say, man. And you're getting up to that OG status here, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, 10 years in CHH, bro. Yeah, yeah I dropped bro. my first project uh, more than 10 years ago. Yeah, in CHH, yeah, it's been a minute, bro. And you've yeah. been continually growing, elevating, building. Yeah, when people call me OG, I low key get mad, like, man. But now it's just like, yeah. Right, yeah, I gotta wear that. I was like that too, man. But I, yeah. you know, you gotta wear it now. We get getting up there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some sure. experience under our belt. Yeah. So, man, before we close out and get out of here, what's what's maybe like a, a nugget, a word of advice you would give to some young artists that are coming up? There's a lot of artists that that watch the podcast and, and listen to it and get connected to what we're doing at Flavor Fest every year. We impact you know so many different artists that come. To the, to the conference and tap in? Man, I'm going to say this. Um, you can make fire music. You can get on. You can get your streams up, your views up, and make lots of money doing that, right? Um, but that's entertainment and entertainment phase. Yeah. Uh, you can make an, a quick impression on someone, and they can, you know, vibe to your music, relate to your music. But what legacy will you be leaving behind if you are mm. a follower of Jesus Christ? Man, I, I, would I would sternly advise you, man, 
behave yourself in prayer. Stay immersed in his word so you're full. And what pours out of you yeah. is his word, is, is, is the revelation he's given to you in prayer. And I don't, I'm not misusing the word revelation, but it's what, what God is mm -hmm. speaking to your heart. Um, and the legacy you will leave behind because if your music's a byproduct of your relationship with Jesus, if it's the, the outcome, um, you will make an impact and the legacy you leave behind will be maybe a lineage of people who will go on to follow Jesus. Mm. So I don't yeah. know what's priority in your life. I've just, I can, I can do what these other cats do. I can get to the bag and there's mad opportunities to get to the bag. And of course, you know, like, yo, there's certain things where you need to be business minded. Yeah. I'm going to charge for a feature. If I don't know you, I'm not going to be just dishing yeah. out, you know, my time is valuable. Yeah. Of course, if I'm going to do a show and you want me to come do a show, you selling tickets. Yeah, of course I'm going to charge. You can be business minded. Yeah. But my priority is at this point is to turn down the music bag and make sure that my music is edifying and pierces the soul. Mm. So my advice to the young artists is, what legacy do you want to leave behind? What, what impact do you want to have? Man, there's so many of us just rapping, yeah. and it's positive, and there's a space for it. Man, you're needed. You're needed. What, what the Lord is, is depositing in you is needed. Speaking to you is needed, and if you aren't hearing from him, it's because you're not spending time with him. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So as you as you immerse yourself in his word, as you as you devote time into into developing that relationship, the intimacy with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, um, the outcome will be music that's still wavy, still dope, still mm -hmm. vibey, but will pierce. So I am a product of, y'all got me to understand it, straight off the street of North North, North New Jersey, was dealing, was dope dealer, gangbanger, all this stuff, right? I don't want to overplay that. That's a lot of people's testimony. But no part of me wanted God. Yeah. My idol was hip-hop. My goal and my dream was to make it. And the most effective tool to reach me was my man a modeling Jesus? He changed his life, mm -hmm. and then he would play Christian hip hop to me, and I'd be like, "Man, get this crap out of here!" <laughs> and the, the music that he would play would pierce my soul yeah. and played a part in me submitting to Jesus. You can be that to someone else. Mm. To me, it was the truth. You can play the same role what the truth did in my life. We, we met more years down the road. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. Little did he know, right? His testimony is not like mine. He ain't sell dope. Nope. He ain't do He got that, I ain't got no horror story. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got no horror story. I, I did. And his music still pierced my heart. And you, why? Why was was open to listening to him? Because the dude was rapping, rapping. Yeah. And I, I yeah. admired hip-hop, like skill. I was like, yo, I, I admired lyricism, so that's why I, I was uh, open to, to listening to his stuff, and it did his, his job. It planted a seed, and here I am. You can be that for someone else. If the audience you wants to reach, if you want to reach, is like 
you know, wavy, do that. But tell them about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Tell them about what he did for your life, in your life. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, family. Give it up for my guy, Dayton. Come on. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for being on today, bro. If you could close us out, man, uh, just with a word of prayer for all the artists, the leaders, the, the church leaders that are watching, man. And uh, just, just bless us, man. Yeah, sovereign God, I just, man, I, I pray against what, what what we want, what people want. Um, it's good to have goals and aspirations and dreams, but God, I ask you to intervene, Lord. Mm -hmm. I pray that this conversation here would inspire someone, yeah. that they would be receptive to what you want to do in their life, Lord God, that their hearts would be open, that their spiritual ears would be open to hear you and take direction from you, God. I pray over CHH. Mm -hmm. I pray you would raise up people, Lord God, that are more yeah. concerned about the gospel going forward yeah, than, yeah, yeah. than uh, the millions of streams, Lord God. And, I, and then I also pray favor upon it that it would still, that Christ-centered music pointing them to your son would get millions of streams, mm -hmm. would get that exposure without having to compromise. Have your way in CHH, Lord God. Raise up leaders who would be bold enough to hold the younger, uh, the youth accountable yeah. to the standard, Lord God. We ultimately want you to be magnified, glorified, and we want people co to come to know who Jesus is because everything the world has to offer does not sustain and does not fulfill, but only you do. And this mm -hmm. is why we ask you this. We know it is in your perfect will to reconcile man unto yourself. So do it, Lord. Do it. Have your way in CHH. Have your way in this podcast. Continue to give my brother favor. May it develop and grow. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, bro, for jumping Amen. on today. Thank you guys for tapping in. Uh, we're here every Friday live. Then this gets loaded up to the podcast platforms as well if you want to check it out that way. Uh, but again, flavorfest.org. Uh, tap in. We're coming to five cities this year. It's going to be amazing, so go over there, get the details, and uh, so make sure that you uh, subscribe, make sure that you like this, let some people know about it, the podcast is growing, reaching more and more people, so pray that you guys have an amazing week. Peace, we out. Thanks for tuning in to the Flavor Fest, Urban Leadership Podcast. Stay connected with us on social media, at UrbanD813 and at Flavor Fest. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace and God bless.